Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Severance. This is episode seven, Defiant Jazz, written by Helen Lee, directed by Ben Stiller. I'm tired of giving this show 10 out of 10s, <laughs> but it's what it deserves. Uh, another fantastic episode with one of my favorite dance scenes that I've seen in a very, very long time. I think iconic up there with the uh, the the John Travolta Uma Thurman dance from Pulp Fiction. It was very reminiscent of that, but 10 times much more sinister and enjoyable for me. And that alone was worthy of giving this episode all of the cred but then it followed up with some more outstanding things unfolding including some mysteries and a plan and i'm all for it wherever you're listening to this podcast stitcher itunes popping spotify amazon go down to the rating section drop me some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for severance or any other show that i do blackgirlcouch at gmail.com so we start exactly where we picked off and i actually wrote notes for this episode because i was multitasking so i needed to orientate myself into the episode and i there were a lot of things i just needed to type down (laughs) Yes, I was watching it while I was working. Did not take away from the experience whatsoever. So we'll just be going in chronological order for the most part. We pick up with Mark meeting, how do you say her name? Rahabi? I'm just going to call the regulator. That's her new name. She tells Mark to follow her and she goes and strategically places herself (laughs) behind him. Uh, so that she is blindsided from anyone coming up behind her which uh should have prepared me for the type of character i was about to meet but it did not it did not she was dropping bars because he's like who are you what do you know about it she says i'm the one that put that shit in your head and i'm still the only person that can deactivate it explain to me explain to me she starts to talk to him how she always despised any versus Audi like this wasn't a person someone that you created someone who has agency and starts to drag him about his life choices (laughs) even though she created the tech but maybe she created it and it was not supposed to be utilized in this capacity lord knows that was the whole arc of what was that that i watched oh altered carbon she says you wouldn't know if your any was unhappy and you'll never know you think that this person is someone different than you they're not you brought him into this world without his permission based on your own desire for emotional convenience It took him a whole 30 seconds to 
to pick his ego off the floor <laughs> try to assimilate a response and all he could say was i'm not a bad person no but you did a bad thing without even considering the consequences because you were in an emotionally traumatized state personally i would not living is enjoying even the worst of it it highlights how much eight hours of your life is so damn important and we spend it serving others but that's why so and that's why they say pick what you love or do what you love but with the eight hours that were required of sleep in a 24-hour day cycle well shit i'm not great at math but there's only an additional eight hours in relaxation and we all know that some of us require 10 hours of sleep and if you have children there's no fucking thing such as relaxation mom 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 mommy mommy mama 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 what hi <laughs> it's a third of your day man a third of your life every day except on weekends if you're lucky or sporadically if you're <laughs> not so lucky to have the weekends off mark's reaction to watching my new favorite character bludgeon dug to death and then forced into moving the body was a response fucking what the fucking fuck who the fuck fuck this fucking how did you do fucking fucks fuck doug had creeped on in and said mark scout do i know you we work together what are you doing here someone here with you no <laughs> she took that bat and ended his existence very quickly she told him when he said i'm gonna be sick i'm gonna be sick no 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 your dna is in that <laughs> she gives him grainer's key card because that can access anything take it to him he will know what to do she also knows that mark is a good person and wants to help which is why he didn't throw pv's phone away he's starting to wonder what his any's life is like and he's starting to think about those consequences he never considered two years now after the death of his wife and two years since he has signed up for severance we found out it was fairly quickly after she was deceased milchick is covering his own fuck-ups having not told harmony about dylan's theft or the emergency ot contingency being activated in his home and really blamed the child for violating our agreement to count to a thousand <laughs> he was dead serious about that line i love how the humor comes out and it's very uh it's my kind of humor it's very dry he tells dylan when he comes in because he's the first to greet him he also checked that damn door 50 million times to make sure that the key card worked and that it opened and shut it properly i know shut it is not a word but it came out anyway he tells him look you need to keep mum you know because harmony is and doesn't need to know about this because i'm trying to do you a solid he shows off the stricter confines to their work environment they're basically 
locked in a room to do only what they're meant to do which makes one feel even more inhuman uh, it make the best of us want to rebel otc is a need to know basis meaning he wasn't supposed to do it which is something dylan picks up on quickly he wants to know more about his son however he tells him it's better that you don't know anything about his son and all he said was what's his name uh but he knows he ain't supposed to tell him and he ain't supposed to know so he tries to close the the can of worms by promising him something special some additional perks he has certainly taken a lot of action to try to course correct using whatever is necessary based on whomever it seems the break room is no longer something that people fear it's almost to be tolerated like a necessary punishment which also terrifies me because we already know harmony said i can make things much much worse and i think just locking them in the office is the beginning of things but also should have been a little bit of a precursor to maybe stop and think about what we're doing and make pretty less impulsive decisions but i feel if these are like children then of course like she said you're a baby in comparison because she made a the regulator that is she made a comment to mark that you know two years that's just a baby which takes me back to something um side note sidebar they mentioned that mrs casey was part-time and i remember thinking i, I should have mentioned that last episode but it definitely popped back up this episode and i was like are they stealing consciousness and using it as slaves like consciousnesses i know that's not also a word but i don't know how to say conchi <laughs> i don't think that's a word either then we have all of the lumen shit i forgot to mention that too this is definitely a cult i had this batshit crazy idea that they're preparing for some type of uprising the way they're like teaching people how to fight with these cards they have people doing separate tasks and never can talk to each other i don't know what they're planning but i feel like it's something that has been planned and institutionalized for a very long time we know that lumen industries or the idealism goes back to the 1800s not just based on that very old-timey um photo that harmony keeps on her desk and as a shrine in her home but we see and we have seen other lumen products that seem to come from a much larger franchise that's been established for quite a time so maybe some founding fathers type of shit that's my very random theory back on topic mark gets home and he does as he's told he gets rid of all of his clothes the camera angle of him walking out and that dizzying effect like holy shit i just watched someone get their head bashed in that i supposedly know and now i'm dragging their body out <laughs> she tells him i will take care of this situation you need to get back and go to work he will know what to do um go now mark is super inclined to be controlled by powerful women he gets home and 
he is busted by Alexa, who asks if he's okay. He says he's fine. He's in his underclothes, but she knows because she's been up for an hour because I'm in a different home than my own. I'm the exact same way. If I ever stay over someone's house, I'm always up super early because I just, I can't comfortably sleep in unless I like really, really, really know you. But he continues to lie, even though she heard the car, knows that he went out. He says this is a lot. I think he was honest in that, but she says, do you want me to go? And he says, maybe. So she leaves. He goes to work. He puts in the trash. Mrs. Selvig is there saying, you take your trash out at 6 p.m., bitch. I wanted to get shit done. It's snowing. Please stop talking to me about my life and then she offers for them to have a drink later and he says well we'll see how my day goes he then gets to work and he finds out about the new security measures being greeted by Milchek with that smile that that very creepy smile like how can he be so evil and (laughs) but he also seems as if he genuinely wants to try to make their pitiful existence as happy as he can when he can and he's more inclined like he's a glorified babysitter he doesn't really want to be a babysitter but that's his job that's security he tells mark when he's like oh you're trapping us in here i prefer safely situated he's also in the room to get him his morning coffee because he doesn't even want him to go to the break room He wants them to skip all the nonsense (laughs) and the morning chatter. Get back on track for the quota. And here's your morning brew straight from the hills of Rwanda. Excuse me? What the eh? I know that Mark is the supervisor, but I would think at this point, Hallie, you would realize he has just as much power as you do. He may get a little bit more, but it's barely enough to be significant so you being all inquisitive after he gets in like what's all this girl this is why i mean you still tussle because after all that you've seen i need you to be a little bit more smarter uh when people have you at their mercy just wait until the man gets out of the fucking room at least the abuse that harmony did to that fake baby is an actual crime (laughs) (laughs) and i never ever ever want to see patricia arquette showing how to breastfeed (laughs) even with her shirt on she managed to make it seem deadly (laughs) and the way she tossed that baby (laughs) i could not stop laughing uh then devon devon after filling a bond with the woman who taught her how to breastfeed or latch on which i feel like some other cards would have you know some google searches would have helped you out with that she then asks her if mark talks about seeing his dead wife and we know why she asked that question and then i started getting excited when she asked that question because then that went back to my last week's theory which i had no idea would be confirmed quite as quickly and kind of was only about 78 percent sure on (laughs) but the fact that they kept focusing on it made me feel as if i should pay attention to and that's the only thing that i could think it would be so 
it makes sense that next episode of course after dropping all of those heavy actually it makes a whole bunch of sense clues putting in people's head to start thinking that way that they automatically go yep if you weren't you're surprised if you were you don't have to watch them drag it out and that's smart writing so devon just wants to talk about the woman that ignored her and the senator situation but she kind of drops it mail check then comes in because uh heli has accomplished 73 percent which is enough for an mde party which is a music dance party for five minutes and him and that white turtleneck dancing around each character his facial expressions everything about that scene was golden this was not the day to fuck with dylan though he is only continuing to build up resentment about the fact that milchek did something to him that they were never aware of he feels now personally betrayed by the company as well as by milchek who's telling him to keep it under wraps he knows he's obviously trying to bribe him and he's being tormented by the fact that he's seeing this little boy and i was in my home and now i can't unsee that i can't want to connect with that he says it's not your son he's like fuck that it is my son so he goes all tyson no i ain't got no fat motherfucker west side bad boy killers you know you know who the menace is niggas we bring it to I love the very innocuous um, response to him bleeding. You broke the skin. (laughs) And then you have Irving going, he's going to need a whole tetanus panel. (laughs) He tells him, Dylan, that's enough. I'm telling Miss Corbel. Oh, yeah. Why don't we tell her together? As Dylan said, I'm smart. Why do you think I get all the perks? MDE is now canceled forever. Why is no one watching them, though it's one room? They all go in another room to talk shit. But if it's only Milchek that watches everyone, that explains it. Because <laughs> that's what I started to write in my notes. Like, how are they not being monitored? Oh, if it's one person monitoring several departments, that's also just like corporate to be that fucking cheap. And you know it's the same thing. We have a whole campus where I work. There's two fucking security guards that patrol the whole fucking campus. They give them a little golf cart to roll around in. But the fact that you need a golf cart means that something can happen on one side and it's going to take you some time to get to the other side. Versus, I don't know, logistically hiring more fucking people versus the idea that if people see cameras then they won't rob you it's that same idea of the idea of someone is watching you're protected that's why people would love adt signs in front of their home without getting the actual alarm system because that's enough of a deterrent so this felt very apropos once they are in the supply closet he does tell them all about the fact that they have this protocol he tells him about his experience he's thoroughly on board of finding some type of way for them to get more information about who they are on the outside they then realize or he because they're like how are we gonna get out of the door 
Mark says, I have, um, they, how did they know it was his, uh, it could have been Milchick or, but I guess Milchick has his Doug's key card so he can get them out. So their idea is to go to the security room. Dylan is going to stay because he'll distract Milchick. But as soon as they get out of the room, Irving goes to check on Bert because he's very concerned because he knows he was sent or probably sent to the break room for punishment. Bert was already approached by Milchek and he said he had a surprise for him. He says, I hope it's not the break room. He looks at his work, says it's beautiful. He's had a long time to be here. And we find out after he rolls up on a melon party that they are announcing Bert's retirement. And I was like, wait, but you can't reintegrate. So what the fuck does that even mean? Bert has been with them for seven years. I would say, I will say, how was they able to, they didn't even try to explain. Milchek didn't even ask for explanation of how Bert got out. But the first thing I said was, Bert, you really kind of put everyone at risk being so um, love struck. <laughs> because Bert can take care of himself and you really really could have given them away about the fact that they could get out of that room that that going away (laughs) video from the audi bert was hilarious because he's like i don't know this is weird you know i I don't even know y'all i don't know what your faces look like i don't know if you're happy i feel fulfilled when you come home but i actually don't so it's his Audi that's saying goodbye. Irving finally loses his shit. He said, you smug motherfucker. <laughs> the way he said motherfucker. <laughs> he goes off on Milchek, tells him, how are you going to applaud this man going to die? Bert's like, no, he's like, no, you're not severed. You get to keep your fucking memories. You get to go home you don't have to deal with the life that we do and it's not fucking fair and you don't have the right to be my jailer and i'm supposed to be happy about it milchek is like what the heck is going on around here we saw in the scene too that lumen brands and everything including records the song is do you remember yesterday oh the irony i love that song playing while irving is walking back being led back to his cage oh oh hit me all in the feels because you could feel the absolute understanding the disillusionment falling around him of who and what he is and the loss that he's soon to feel as he has to just shake Bert's hand like he's just a co-worker when he isn't he's that much more to him there's a brief scene where Harmony meets with I am going to talk about the other two um not much to say they get to the security office they realize that it's not as they imagine there's not a lot of people they are able to rip out the page in regards to the overtime protocol and they see harmony coming up the elevator 
Milchek has been trying to reach her all day. He also made a comment that we all need something to relax us and you had Helly saying what's bothering you but he never he doesn't respond the board says that they will meet with harmony with her proof when they tell her that doug rayner is dead and she says it's probably the same person that reintegrated pd they try to deny this once again and she gets all up in the woman's ear telling the board that she will share what she has if you talk to me in person and not dictating to me through an intermediary to which the board says that is something they want as well and will meet in a few weeks time at a gala the thing of it is harmony if these people are willing to do what they are willing to do don't you think you should be a little bit more cautious considering all the fuck-ups that's going on around you but maybe i'm just the only person that's thinking to cya (laughs) then we have bert coming back like let's burn this motherfucker to the ground after dylan mark and hallie have already discussed the the plan to go ahead and have them three wake up in the real world in their audi's body while he stays behind because it's only fair as he's already seen what's outside alexa comes to visit a drunken mark and this is how we end the episode who pretends to be over his wife and into her but she already knows differently and tells him he isn't ready you're a mess he thinks it's because he talked about his wife she's like no that's healthy and i think that he really wanted to try i think this was the closest he probably ever got to actually taking a step away from the grief but unfortunately due to everything that's happening the murder the whole severance thing that he can't even give himself over to that and it may be intentionally because they worked at the they worked at the college he said he used to work at that college um did she work with him at the college did they pick him for a particular reason did they orchestrate the wife's death i don't know is she even dead though i don't know how you would do severance on a mind that's not alive or is she in like a vegetative state because wasn't how i don't think they've discussed how she died i don't think we know that so he scares her off i think he was honest like this is a big step me sleeping with someone else but this is the second time he's acted aggressively to her he ripped up his wife's photo which is definitely a red flag that he puts together later puts back together and it's miss casey and that's when the whole can of worms open because now i'm like what does part-time mean does she only have limited brain capacity or is she just alive somewhere is she in on this whole thing i don't know why would you put your husband through that grief it feels like a lot in the conspiracy and i'm now wondering i'm truly truly wondering um where this is gonna go because i have honestly no fucking idea so if you have theories or you want to discuss the episode blackercatch at gmail.com we can leave a comment below on this podcast 
my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease black or magic <laughs>